0: Hello and welcome to episode number 10 of the Lunch Table Talk podcast. That's right, number 10. We are on to double digits now. Today is mock draft day, considering that the NFL draft is only two days away. Now is the perfect time to release my first round mock draft for this upcoming NFL draft. Before we get into that, I gonna just want to talk about the whole Rob Gronkowski situation. If you're unaware... Uh, Rob Gronkowski will be playing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady in this upcoming season. Um, they Tampa traded a fourth-round pick to the New England Patriots and received, of course, Rob Gronkowski and a seventh-round pick. And those picks will both be in the 2020 NFL Draft. So, as if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers... Weapons didn't need to get any better. They certainly did with this addition of Rom Gronkowski. Uh, now I can see O.J. Howard maybe being moved at the draft, um, maybe to a team, or definitely to a team that needs a tight end like the Washington Redskins. So if you aren't updated on the Rob Gronkowski news from today, that's it. Now, as we get into my mock draft, this is only first-round mock draft, So sorry to Bills, Steelers, Rams, Colts, Bears, and Texans fans. I don't have a pick for you guys in this round. But nevertheless, I just want to go over a few things before I read off my selections and everything that I put together for this mock draft. Stats from players are only from the 2019 uh, CBF season. Um, Tackle stats I combined. So solo tackles and assisted tackles are um, added together to give the, the total number of tackles this season. Um, if a player played in a bowl game, that stat, those stats are included as well into this. Um, I use college football reference, ESPN stats and NFL draft and combine profiles uh, to put together all the information for this. And teams without a first round draft pick, like I already mentioned, are the Buffalo Bills, Pittsburgh Steelers, Los Angeles Rams, Indianapolis Colts, Chicago Bears, and the Houston Texans. And the teams with more than one first-round draft pick are the Miami Dolphins. They have three, the Las Vegas Raiders, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, and also the San Francisco 49ers. So, now that all that is out of the way, we can get on to the mock draft. With the first pick in the 2020 NFL draft, the Cincinnati Bengals select, big shocker here, quarterback Joe Burrow from LSU. Um, This guy was an animal last season. He was a national champion, um, threw for 60 touchdowns, only six interceptions, um, 5,671 yards, and a 76.3 completion percentage. He was also first in the SEC um, in completions and pass attempts, and he was first in the entire NCAA in pass completion percentage, passing yards, passing yard per attempt, passing touchdowns, efficiency rating, total yards, in total yard per play, and he also won eight different awards um, over the season, including the Heisman Trophy, um, SEC Offensive Player of the Year, and AP Player of the Year. Sounds like Cincinnati's getting a good QB to me. Next up, we have the Washington Redskins on the clock, and I have them drafting defensive end out of Ohio State, Chase Young. Um... He was one of Pro Football Focus's highest-graded prospects in the history of college football, had a grade of 104. Just to put that into perspective for you guys, um, Burrow had a grade um, at at 90.8. Also, Burrow's 90.8 grade put him at the best quarterback season in the history of college football. Um, But Chase Young ultimately... um, was one of the highest graded prospects in the history of college football, um, including every position at a grade of 104. Chase Young was also fourth in the Heisman voting with with 46 tackles, uh, 21 tackles for loss, which was first in the Big Ten, 16 and a half sacks, which was first in the NCAA, and seven forced fumbles, which was also first in the NCAA. Moving on to Detroit, I have them selecting cornerback Jeff Okuda out of, also out of Ohio State. Um, so we got two Ohio State guys just in the first, two, first three picks. Jeff Okuda finished this season with 34 tackles, three interceptions, two forced fumbles, and nine passes defended. Uh, many are comparing him to Jalen Ramsey, which is not a bad comparison at all. Top five corner, in my opinion, in the game right now. Um, He committed zero penalties, which is huge, because the Lions are going to need as many yards saved as possible if Stafford gets injured again, which hopefully he doesn't. At the fourth position, I have linebacker slash safety slash corner slash defensive end slash pretty much any defensive position or special teams position, Isaiah Simmons out of Clemson. And, of course, the fourth pick is the New York Giants. This season, he had 104 tackles, 8 sacks, Three interceptions, eight passes defended, and two forced rumbles. He's all over the field, basically. Um, He won um, ACC Defensive Player of the Year and the Dick Butkus Award. At number five, we have quarterback Tua Tagovailoa from Alabama going to the Miami Dolphins. In only six games um, this season, he had a completion percentage of 714 2,840 passing yards, 33 touchdowns, only three interceptions, also a very good rushing quarterback. This isn't his full potential because we saw what he can do on the field in the 2018 season when he made the national championship. At number six, we have the Los Angeles Chargers and I have them selecting quarterback Justin Herbert out of Oregon. Um, 66.6 completion percentage, 3,471 yards, 32 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. He also had 4 rushing rushing touchdowns. Uh, He was second in the Pac-12 in passing touchdowns, total yards, and completions. Those picks right there, the New York Giants pick, the Miami Dolphins pick, and the Los Angeles Chargers pick are going to shape the entirety of the NFL draft. Because I feel like the first three are pretty much locks. The only one that's not a lock is Jeff Okuda, and even then, I think that's pretty um, solidified. Um, But, hey, you never know. Uh, I heard rumors about teams contacting Washington and trying to get that number two pick from them, so you never really know. Also, this mock draft is without, I didn't do any trades or anything, just to keep it as simple as possible. Um, Obviously, there's probably going to be first round trades in our draft on Thursday, but Nevertheless, Justin Herbert, quarterback, Los Angeles Chargers. With the seventh pick in this draft, the Carolina Panthers select defensive tackle Derek Brown from Auburn. Um, He had 54 tackles, 11.5 TFLs, four sacks. He was the SEC defensive player of the year. Um, He can take on two offensive linemen at once. He has a good first strike um, and punch to get ahead of the offensive linemen. So another, um, probably the best uh, defensive tackle in this draft. Um, and with the departure of Luke Keekley, of course, and Thomas Davis and James Bradbury, the Carolina Panthers are going to need a lot of help on defense. And I think a Derek Brown is the way to go with their pick here. With the eighth pick, Arizona Cardinals select offensive tackle, Tristan Wirfs from Iowa. Um, he posted a very good combine. He can bench over 450 pounds. He can also play... Uh, Left and right tackle, so he's pretty versatile. Uh, this offensive tackle will give uh, Kyler Murray better protection. And last year, he got sacked 40 times. So that just shows you the position the Arizona Cardinals offensive line in, is in right now. And hopefully, Tristan works is the guy to begin the rebuild of their offensive line. At the ninth spot, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars and I have them selecting offensive tackle Makai Beckton from Louisville. Um, his body frame and mass alone seems to me enough to get him drafted at the number nine spot. He's six he's six foot seven inches, three hundred and sixty-four pounds, has a seven foot wingspan, and can also run a five point one forty yard dash. At the tenth spot Our third offensive tackle in a row, I have the Cleveland Browns selecting Andrew Thomas out of Georgia. Similar to Wirfs, he can also play uh, left and right tackle. He's an All-American player, and he won the the Jacobs blocking trophy this past season. And now we get into the wide receivers with the 11th pick in the 2020 NFL Draft. I have the Las Vegas Raiders selecting, is it going to be Jerry Judy or C.D. Lamb? I have C.D. Lamb uh, going to Las Vegas. Last year, he had 62 receptions, uh, 1,327 yards, 14 touchdowns, which was first among receivers in the Big Ten. He averaged 21.4 yards per catch, which was first among receivers in the Big 12. Um, He's also a very good kick and punt returner, so uh, Las Vegas can put him out there if they need be. And like I said, who's it going to be, Jerry Judy or C.D. Lamb? That means, of course, Jerry Judy will be going to this next team, which is the New York Jets. Uh, last season, Judy had 77 receptions for 1,163 yards, 10 touchdowns. He was a first-team All-SEC player. He has good speed and jump, which he proved at his combine. With my third receiver in a row, I have San Francisco 49ers selecting wide receiver Henry Ruggs III from Alabama, our second Alabama receiver taken in a row. He had the fastest 40-yard dash during this year's combine. Last year, he had 40 receptions, 746 yards, uh, seven touchdowns, and he's also a very good route runner. Kind of reminds me of a Christian Kirk type player. Um, At the 14th spot are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I have them drafting offensive tackle Jedrick Wills Jr. from Alabama, our third Alabama player in a row. He's very athletic for being as big as this guy is. He earned first-team All-SEC. Brady's going to need extra protection with his age, especially because he was in New England for 19 years with a few different All-Pro offensive linemen. With the 15th pick, I have Denver selecting defensive tackle Javon Kinlaw out of South Carolina. Uh, last season, he had 35 tackles, 6 sacks, 3 passes defended, uh, 2 fumble recoveries. He is also a first-team All-SEC. He has an explosive first step to get the upper hand on some offensive linemen. has a lot of confidence um, because when he was asked if he was the best defensive tackle in this class, he said, Hands down, without a doubt, which I like. I love that. Probably going to murder this next guy's name, but at the 16th spot, I have the Atlanta Falcons taking linebacker Kayla Levon Chasen. Um, last season, he had 60 tackles, 14 for a loss, uh, 6.5 sacks, uh, 1 forced fumble. His 14 TFLs were second in the SEC, He played for LSU and Alabama in his college career, so he certainly knows what it's going to be like playing in the spotlight for an NFL team. He's very smart on and off the field, also very agile, and of course he won a national championship with LSU this season. At the 17th spot, I have Dallas Cowboys selecting safety Xavier McKinney from Alabama. Um, McKinney's going to have big shoes to fill with the departure of Byron Jones to Miami. But nevertheless, he had 95 tackles, 3 sacks, 3 interceptions, uh, which he took 1 for a touchdown, 5 passes defended, 4 forced fumbles, which is pretty good for a defensive back, um, and was first in the SEC. Known for his high football IQ, he was a first-team All-SEC player, and he was MVP of the Orange Bowl. With the 18th pick in this draft, I have Miami taking our first running back off the board, Jonathan Taylor, from Wisconsin. He, um, With 320 rushing attempts, um, he gathered up 2,003 yards, 21 touchdowns, and on the receiving side, he caught the ball 26 times for 252 yards um, and 5 touchdowns. This is his back-to-back season where he was first in rushing and rushing touchdowns in the Big Ten. Taylor actually used to run track and field in high school, so he can um, be very quick, very quickly, if that makes any sense. Um, And we saw when he ran his sub 4-4 at the NFL Combine. He's broken the 200-yard mark 12 times during his career in Wisconsin. 19th pick, we have Las Vegas Raiders for the second time and I had them selecting cornerback C.J. Henderson out of Florida. He had 33 tackles, 1 sack, 11 passes defended, but 0 interceptions. Stats don't tell the whole story, just like every other player in the world, Um, and I was a little curious why so many mocks had this guy in the top 15 even. So I did a a few highlights on YouTube and honestly wasn't too impressed. I don't see why any mocks can put this guy over. Jeff Okuda Call me crazy, but um, I'm not sure how he's going to succeed in the same way. Some people think he will, but there's obviously something that NFL scouts see that I don't. I'm certainly not an NFL scout. Um, his best season was when he was a freshman in Florida. Um, his second best season was a sophomore, and then he's just coming off his worst season uh, as a junior this year. But we'll see. In the 20th position, I have Jacksonville Jaguars selecting wide receiver Justin Jefferson out of LSU. Um I'm going from someone that I'm very low on to someone I'm very high on, and Justin Jefferson from C.J. from CJ Anderson to Justin Jefferson. Um, this is the second offensive player taken in from Jacksonville because that's really what they need. Well, they really need everything, but that's besides the point. Uh, Justin Jefferson had 111 receptions last season for 1,540 yards, an average of 13.9 yards a catch, 18 touchdowns he was first in the NCAA in receptions and third in receiving yards Uh, he is a first he is a good first step and of course he was a national champion and yet another uh, Louisiana State University wide receiver with great hands really seems to just run in the college of course I'm talking about Odell Beckham Jarvis Landry DJ Chark all those guys um Not really related to his draft position and stock, but um, he's the third Jefferson brother to play for the LSU Tigers. Next up, we have the Philadelphia Eagles, and I have them, of course, selecting a wide receiver. Um, And the receiver I have them taking is Denzel Mims out of Baylor. He was a senior this past season with 66 receptions for a 15.5 average, uh, 1,020 yards, 12 touchdowns. He was third in the Big Ten in reception yards. And second in touchdowns, he has good speed, which he of course proved at the combine, being top ten in forty yard dash. Um, he was a first team All Conference player. Good combo, size and speed. He's um, he ran, I believe, a just under a four um, four, maybe a bit, it's between a four three and a four four, so somewhere in between that. So that of course is the good speed and size. He's six three, just over. Uh, 200 pounds. 22nd, I have the Minnesota Vikings selecting offensive tackle Josh Jones out of Houston. Um, offensive lineman has been a weakness for the Vikings for a very long time now. Their most recent offensive line pro bowler was in the 1990s. Um, Jones have has had injury problems in the past, but has played two full seasons with Houston. Uh, Football runs in his family. Um, His father used to play for the NFL. Uh, He was second team all conference, improves quickly, so hopefully that transcends into learning uh, Minnesota's offensive system. Number 23, New England. Will they take a quarterback? I believe so. And a quarterback I believe they're taking is Jordan Love, even though I don't believe that he's going to be everything people make him out of. But we'll see. I mean, New England now has their QB worries for the first time in almost two decades. Uh, Jordan Love had 293 completions, um, a 61.9 completion percentage for um, 3,402 yards, 20 touchdowns. Um, His sophomore season was a lot better statistics-wise. I don't understand the hype around him. He received an honorable mention for All Mountain West Conference. Now, this guy here um, gave me some trouble. I had, I had no idea where to put this guy in my mock, but I finally found a place for him in the New Orleans Saints dif- defense, um, and that is defensive end Uter Gross-Matos out of Penn State. Um, Met- Gross-Matos had 40 tackles, 14.5 tackles for loss, 9 sacks. Um, him and Cameron Jordan would be a nasty combination. He was a first-team All-Conference player. He's a two-time All-Big Ten Conference selection. He won the team's Reed Robinson Award, which recognized the team's best defensive lineman. 25, uh, Minnesota Vikings second pick. I have them selecting cornerback Jeff Gladney out of TCU. Um, Gladney had 31 tackles, uh, 1.5 TFLs, a half a sack, One interception and 14 passes defended, which was first in the Big 12. Uh, Good closure. That means it's rare if he's not on the receiver when the ball gets there. Um, Good hand usage without calls of penalties. He is a little small, standing only at 5'10", 191. And Miami's third pick in the first round. Um, I have them selecting offensive tackle Austin Jackson's. Um, out of the University of Southern Carol- California. Um, they should have kept Laramie Tunsil, um, but that's besides the point. Um, Jackson has never missed a game in his college career. He was a first-team Pac 12 selection. He can also uh, play, play special teams. He has two block kicks uh, in college and five in high school. Um, he's athletic for his build, nimble feet, so he can. he's good at downfield blocks. and can chase defensive linemen around the pocket. To avoid sacks, with the twenty-seventh pick, I have the Seattle Seahawks selecting defensive end AJ Epinesa um, out of Iowa. This season, he had forty-nine tackles, fourteen tackles for loss, eleven and a half sacks, um, four forced fumbles, four forced fumbles, three passes defended. Uh, his eleven and a half sacks ranks him third in the Big Ten. He was a first-team All Big Ten player. He can play the 3-4 or uh, the 4-3, so in Seattle, he'll most likely be playing the 4-3. He's a good first step, and he has the ability to strip sack very easily. Now, this was probably a little generous uh, for this player to fall this far, but it's just where I had him ranked, um, and if you're wondering who it is, that is Kenneth Murray, linebacker from Oklahoma and I have him going to the Baltimore Ravens. He had 102 tackles, 17 tackles for loss, 4 sacks, 4 passes defended. Um, Like I said, if Murray manages to fall to pick 28, he could be the player that gets Baltimore um, over the hump to get to the Super Bowl. Linebacker was their weakness last year, um, so hopefully he can um, fill that hole that they've been wanting. He was 2nd in the Big Ten in solo tackles and 5th in total tackles. Another linebacker here um, is LSU's Patrick Queen linebacker. I have him going to the Tennessee Titans. Um, Queen had 85 tackles, 12 tackles for loss, 3 sacks, 1 interception, 1 fumble recovery, and 2 passes defended. Um, LSU seems to be a wide receiver and a linebacker university. Guys like Quan Alexander, Deion Jones, Devin White, Kevin Minter, and now Patrick Queen have all came out of LSU as um, pretty good linebackers in the NFL. Um, He played especially good against big teams like like Clemson, like Oklahoma, so hopefully that translates into the NFL. He can cover tight ends and running backs if needed. And of course, playing for LSU, he was also a national champion now we're on to the 30s and Green Bay has the 30th spot in this draft and I have them drafting wide receiver T. Higgins out of Clemson um, Packers really need that second receiver that's fast and a deep threat for Aaron Rodgers and also Devonte Adams to succeed um, and I think T. Higgins is that guy, um, he had 59 receptions 1,167 yards for a 19.8 average he had 14 touchdowns. One was a rushing touchdown. Um, 13, or third in the ACC in reception yards, um, and reception in reception yard average. He was first in reception touchdowns, first team All ACC, and he finished his career at Clemson tied for the most reception touchdowns in program history. Um, As a stat, I found very interesting and very impressive. At that. Um, he scored a touchdown on twenty percent of his catches at LSU, or at, at Clemson. I mean, I mean that's that's insane. That's crazy. Um, he he can also play all receiver spots, um, split end, flanker, slot. He's very versatile. San Francisco now, um, I have them selecting safety Antoine Winfield Jr. out of Minnesota. Uh, Winfield had. 83 tackles, 3.5 TFLs, 3 sacks, 7 interceptions, um, one, 1 was a pick 6, uh, 2 forced fumbles. He was a consensus All-American, 1st in interceptions and interception return yards uh, in the Big Ten. Um, 7 interceptions while being five only 5'9". Five, um, it's very impressive. His father was a Pro Bowl cornerback. Um, he has good ball tracking ability and a turnover machine. Which you saw with his uh, seven interceptions. And finally, the Kansas City Chiefs, I had them selecting running back J.K. Dobbins out of Ohio State. And Dobbins, 301 attempts, he had um, 2,003 yards. He was first in the Big Ten um, in rushing yards, um, 6.7 average yard. Uh, yards per carry, um, 21 touchdowns, which was also first in the Big Ten. Um, On the receiving end, he had 247 yards uh, catching, um, zero fumbles, and two receiving touchdowns. He was sixth in the Heisman voting. Didn't get to see him run at the combine, unfortunately. He only did the bench press for some reason where he got 23. Um, Big Ten running back of the year as well. Um, He didn't miss one game, played through pain and minor injuries. He also has a very good trucking ability. So, that concludes my 2020 Round 1 NFL Mock Draft. Um, For this upcoming Thursday, um, I'm really excited. Finally, something interesting to watch sports-wise on TV. I've been watching old games and highlights for the past month, so this is something that really interest me and I'm sure all NFL fans um next week I'll have a NFL draft review out um yeah after the draft review I really don't know what I'll be putting out uh I still need to do my favorite NBA player from every team uh I was gonna do XFL but of course that league is non-existent at the moment um So, yeah, I'm not really sure what's going to happen after that. Um, Hopefully, real sports come back pretty soon. Um, Yeah, that's it. Um, Hope you enjoyed the mocks. Stay tuned next week for my draft review. And, yeah, thanks for listening.